0: Hello friends, writers, and lovers of literature. My name is Sarah, and welcome to Luma Literatura, where I talk about classic Spanish literature, authors, and the influence that they hold. Today's topic is the historical fiction novel by Mariano Azuela, The Underdog's or Los de Abajo, as it is commonly known from its original language of publication. Taking place in the early 1900s in Mexico, the story follows Demetrio Macias and his gang of rebels who are willing to do anything in their power to fight for freedom. Interestingly enough, it is based on true events that occurred in the war as well as those that Azuela experienced firsthand as a medical assistant to Pancho Villa. It also depicts the effect of war as the men change over time, as the Mexican Civil War swells and victory comes and goes. The story starts off at Limón, Demetrio's ranch and home, where federal soldiers begin to cause a ruckus, kill his dog and attempt to take advantage of Demetrio's wife, to which Demetrio becomes angry, but is kicked off his land regardless. As all of this happens, Demetrio goes on a search for some men and leaves his wife and young child as he flees. His new soldiers are all poor, inexperienced, peasant men. So, as one can imagine, in the heat of a battle between the men and the federal soldiers, the federal soldiers would win. Afterward, Demetrio falls sick, and the men are led to find a place to leave their, their leader to recover to which townspeople call them heroes. They find a ranch in a small town where they meet one of the most important people in this novel, Luis Cervantes. Luis Cervantes was a formal medical student and known to Demetrio as the medicine man, as a form of an insult. He is very much aware of many things happening in the revolution. The story wouldn't be complete without a love story. So Demetrio falls for a young girl who lives on the ranch, called Camila. She tends to Macias while he is sick and has fallen in love with her since the moment he laid eyes on her. However, she avoids his advances and she is not interested in him, but Luis Cervantes. And, well, Demetrio's already married. He has a wife and child whom he left at home and seemed to have forgotten all about. Not to mention that Luis Cervantes also does not like Camila back, as she is not well off. After Demetrio gets better, he decides to celebrate at the ranch to thank them for their hospitality to him, but also gives the men an excuse to drink. He leaves with a heavy heart without his newfound love and Camila in shambles as her love rejected her as well as expressed her undoubted love to Demetrio. This we all know is false, however, and was Luis Cervantes' attempt to persuade her to follow the life of riches that Demetrio would hold. Despite all this, the men move on and begin to hold many victories over the federal soldiers, even to the point of the promotion of Demetrio Macias to general. Here is the point where we see things begin to change. The men are not acting as they used to, but are beginning to be fatigued. Psychologically as well as in ideologies. Originally, the men set out to fight the injustice that they saw in their country and would give up anything to do that. Now they have used their status and victories to lead them to rob from others as well as murder innocent people. It is not right for anyone to do this, no matter how much money or however many titles you may have behind your name. At this point. They meet two more like-minded individuals like themselves, willing to loot and cause destruction wherever they go. The novel calls these characters El Güero Margarito and La Pintada. Here we meet up again with Camila, who has changed her mind about Demetrio, where La Pintada hopes to befriend her to be able to escape but Camila too has been poisoned by the effects of money. Again I cannot emphasize this enough. This was not what Demetrio and his men originally set out to do. They had changed and not for the better it seems. With all of this longer did the townspeople feel safe around Macias' army. We see a drastic decline of the mental stability of the men, especially the metro. He no longer holds the passion he used to have. He reaches a point where he heads home with some of his best men already dead. He goes home to his wife and the young child he left behind, who does not even recognize his own father. Despite all the failure of Demetrio and his horrible state, he goes back out where he is killed by a rivaling gang, suffering as a hollow shell of a man tortured by war. I give this book a 3 out of 5 avocados. The book was well written to depict the speech and the lives of the Mexican people of the early 1900s, Much of the book consists of dialogue and slang terms spoken within the men that were a bit hard for me to understand as I am used to a more traditional form of Spanish, the language that I read the book in. However, for a a historical fiction novel, it was great. I would definitely recommend this book to anyone who loves history or Mexican heritage. It was not one of the easiest books to read, but it exceeded my expectations. I did not know how descriptive a person could be by using almost 80% dialogue, as well as the imagery of the Mexican cities and locations was exquisite. One thing that... We know that we can learn from this novel is the power of true love. No, not the love between the characters. We saw how easily Demetrio and his men were swayed by the ways of war and money, and it took a toll on them. They strayed away from their core beliefs, and it essentially led them to total demise, the death of many of them. Let's hold tight to what we know is true and not be changed by fame, fads, or lusts. Thank you. This was Luma Literatura. We'll see you next week.